Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Dais, a podcast about the stories taking place in and around El Paso County, Colorado. I'm your host, Scott Anderson, and today I am joined by Becky Orcutt, manager at Palmer Lake Sanitation District, and Dave Frisch, principal with GMS Inc. Consulting Engineers. How are you two doing today? Fine, thanks. Great, thank you. Good. Thank you for having me. Uh, Before we get started, though, I want to quickly add that if listeners are interested in more stories about people doing good in and around El Paso County or hearing from county leadership about local government priorities and how they operate, you can find additional episodes of this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, But to get started today, I would like it if each of you could give some of your background before uh, arriving at your current positions. Becky, uh, let's start with you. Yes, I, um, my background originally was insurance. I spent 25 years in, in insurance. I have lived in Palmer Lake most of my life and just wanted to try to t- make a switch and do something locally. Therefore, when the opportunity arose, I chose to apply here, and I came here in 2005. Oh, very nice. And Dave, how about yourself? Uh, I've been, I was started with GMS Inc. Consulting Engineers in 1989, and some of my first projects were for the Palmer Lake Sanitation District. <laughs> so I've, I've actually been involved with the Palmer Lake Sanitation District since that time. Very good. And uh, what are some of the, where are some of the locations of some of those other projects you've worked on since you've been at GMS? Well, primarily for Palmer Lake Sanitation District, they've been mostly local projects within mm-hmm. the town itself. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so it's been line replacement. Um, we actually have worked on some of the big main outfall line that they have that runs by Monument Lake, mm-hmm. where we had to relocate that when the new dam was built for the town of Monument. And other than that, just uh, infrastructure upgrades that the Palmer Lake Sanitation District has accomplished over the years. Very nice. And then, uh, Becky, can you share some uh, background about the role Palmer Lake sanitation district plays within the community here? Sure. Um, Palmer Lake Sanitation District was established in 1972. This area was all septic at the time, and it was decided basically by the state and the environmental agencies that we needed to do a treatment facility rather than all septics. Therefore, the district was established, and we share a treatment plant with Monument Sanitation, Woodmore Water and Sanitation, and we're a third owner. And so now, rather than the septic, we do have a sewer service where the water, the sewage is treated as it should be, rather than being the septics. And you're local to Palmer Lake. How uh, Did you see that transformation for yourself? I did. I mean, I wasn't really... Involved in it. Yeah, involved <laughs> in it or knowing what was going on. But yeah. yes, I've watched this. You know, there was not much here mm-hmm. when I was growing up. That's a long time ago. And how has the development of the area really, I guess, showcased the need for Palmer Lake Sanitation District and for the services that you guys provide? Well, it's definitely grown. So it was. it is important. It's important to get all of these homes off of septic and to take care of the you know, environmentally take care of things and, and treat the, the sewage properly. Very good. And approximately uh, how many people do you serve out here and what communities do you serve? We mainly serve Palmer Lake, the town of Palmer Lake. We do have some incorporated El Paso County, and we do have a um, housing development 
actually in monument. Mm-hmm. So we kind of serve the whole in places in the whole vicinity around between here and where our treatment facility is down south of Monument. Oh, okay. Very nice. Uh, so getting to the ARPA funding that you received, so you submitted your grant request to the county, just like every organization that received funding did. Uh, Palmer Lake Sanitation District was awarded $1 million of that ARPA funding. Uh, can you talk about what that money had gone to fund specifically? Well, Palmer Lake Sanitation District was at a point where we had reached capacity and we were not going to be able to take on additional customers and additional housing developments or businesses unless we upgraded our infrastructure. So therefore, GMS had done the study and we opted to upgrade so that we could continue to serve the need of of a growing community. Um, That project, well, let's see, we started that, we did it in two phases. And you can talk a little bit about that. We did the initial study in 2018. And there were some immediate needs on some segments of the main collector line that needed to be made. So the district, out of their capital reserves, funded that themselves. So they depleted some of their capital reserves uh, to complete phase one. Mm -hmm. And that was in the amount of... Oh, a little over $300,000 to complete. Mm-hmm. And then immediately from that, we went into the next phase, which was to upgrade another big portion of this project. And that was 8,200 feet of line replacement. Wow. So think about that in the context of miles. About That's a mile and a half, a right? A mile and a half <laughs> of line that had to be replaced. That's wow. a significant cost. When we did the initial cost estimates and then started applying for the funding, in 2018, 2019, mm-hmm. uh, we'd come up with those estimates. And in those, in those dollars, we had good cost estimates because we just replaced phase one. Right. So we knew what the costs were. Then we hit the COVID year and we ran into uh, material supply issues and there were labor cost increases and then there was fuel cost increases. So there were significant increases and by the time we got the funding all in place, the project bid and, and selected the contractor, we realized that we were about a million dollars over what we had originally started with in 2018. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the Palmer Lake Sanitation District went back and went back through the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment through the state revolving fund and applied for an additional $1 million to fund this project. And uh, that's when the ARPA funds became available. Awesome. Awesome. So I, I want to talk about that a little bit. So how important is it, is it to receive grant funding for projects like this, especially when you're serving a smaller community? I mean, you don't have the uh, funds coming in like a lot of the larger municipalities do. Correct. Uh, you just recently had to dip into capital reserves for part one of that project. So how important it is, is it then to rely on these grant requests uh, that you have the opportunity to obtain? Well, it, it's, it's important. Um, that million dollars that we received in ARPA allowed us to de-obligate that extra million-dollar loan that we had to to obtain. Um, therefore, 
that reduced the cost increase to the customers of what roughly $2 a month increase that we saved by getting that million dollars. So it, it had a significant impact on everybody because we were all of a sudden a million dollars short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we were scrambling. We needed to do it. And it was, it was a challenge. Yeah. And I, I think when you hear it, you know, $2 a month, that doesn't sound like a lot when no. you're talking about it, right? But when that's savings that you're able to pass on to customers, especially when we're talking about coming out of the pandemic years and recession yep. and, you know, things like that, it, it's not like it is it's not like it seems like too much, but sometimes it could be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Right. And, um, so I think having organizations, uh, like Palmer sanitation district and all the other organizations that I've spoken with that have been able to, uh, receive grant funding to ultimately help out just residents of El Paso County has been extremely important in these, in these last four or five years at this point. Um, so ta- I, I want to know a little bit more about the project. Talk to me about how, uh, if I am a resident of Palmer Lake, someone who who is a customer of Palmer Lake Sanitation District, how does this affect me as a uh, customer? I don't know that you would, as a customer, uh, realize the impact of having the project done because it, your wastewater service would not change. Mm-hmm. However, if you had a piece of property and you wanted to build a new home on a lot, and the infrastructure was not upgraded, and the district had to come back and say, you know what, our, our main collector line that goes all the way to the wastewater treatment plant doesn't have the capacity to handle it anymore, that's when it would definitely impact you. Mm-hmm. So that was why it was important to upgrade this main collector line that went from really the town of Palmer Lake property properly uh, all the way down to uh, the south end of Mitchell Avenue in the town of Monument, it's a fairly long main, and uh, so that that's where the uh, where you would impact you would feel the impact as a customer. But the other way is it, and, and this goes back to the funding again, the million dollars. The the district already had to borrow three million dollars to fund this project. Mm-hmm. So they had already raised their rates to accommodate the payback of that, and that impacts the customer. So to add another million-dollar payment, that $2 on top of that that's yeah. additional yeah. is significant. And that's where you as the customer would really feel that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, one of the things I know about projects like this and just going around and talking with people in general about anything that goes on within the county is collaboration is so key to a lot of these projects getting done. Um, So can you talk about how collaboration with other organizations or companies in the area has benefited uh, not just this project, but other projects that you work on? The Palmer Lake Sanitation District had to work with the Town of Monument because our line did go through a portion of the Town of Monument, and we actually serve a portion of the population of the Town of Monument. Likewise, that main collector line that goes from Palmer Lake to the wastewater treatment plant goes down some county roads. So it required that we got permits through El Paso County to literally tear up their roads and replace our line. And also with the town of Monument, um, over the years, there had been a picnic shelter at the lake that was built right over the top of the old line that was built back in the 70s when the district was formed. 
And that had to be taken down. So obviously we had to work with the town of Monument on how that would be done and how we could accommodate that. And then there were other easements uh, for some property owners wanted the line slightly modified, the alignment. Mm-hmm. And so we had to work with property owners. So it was property owners that we worked with. It was the town of Monument in El Paso County uh, that we really had to work with. So what are some of the challenges that you experience when working on things like that? Obviously, you're not just working with towns, you're working with private individuals, uh, you're working with you know other municipalities. Uh, what challenges come with that sort of scale of project? Well, you're right. <laughs> you should ask. Because certainly, challenges. certainly not everything all went hunky-dory, <laughs> no. right? Well, this, this project, the initial project that was done when the district, at the inception of the district, was in the early 1970s. Mm-hmm. Well, since that time, little seedlings or pine trees would grow just naturally mm-hmm. over the top of the alignment. Well, when we're going to replace that line, we're tearing down trees. And people may not know that that line is right underneath those trees, and all of a sudden we're tearing down some of their pine trees. That, that's a hard thing to accept as a property owner. I live up in this area. I know how valuable my trees are. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was one of the big challenges, I think, is disturbing people's property in an area where we already had an easement and we're tearing down some of their trees. Some of it was in their backyard, and that became a challenge. Yes. The easements were in place. However, so was their landscaping. Mm-hmm. Is there ever an opportunity to work with the property owners to uh, replant some of those trees or move some of that landscaping around? Uh, yes, that yeah. was done. Actually. Okay. Uh, uh, prior to the project starting, in fact, months before the project started, I personally had met with a bunch of the property owners on a little homeowners association mm-hmm. group and just met with them and explained the project to them. They were all aware that the project was coming. They were all aware that their backyards were going to get tore up. And we were able to work with the property owners on how could we approach that that was amenable to them and still affordable to the district to move their landscaping rock, move their fences, and then get it all back into place again in an acceptable manner. Yeah, that's that's really great. And I think one of the things that... Uh, probably any large organization, but certainly at El Paso County, you know, we value the feedback that we get from our uh, customers, which of course for us are the residents of El Paso County. Um, But obtaining that feedback can be really difficult sometimes. Um, You know, you mentioned having these town halls, I think is a great way to get a lot of people together who care about the thing that you're talking about and to get that feedback from them personally and, and, you know, right there on the spot. Um, so, and for both of you, the answer might be a little bit different. How important is it to get that feedback from your customers, uh, your, your clients, maybe other business partners you're working with? Uh, just how important is that feedback loop? And, um, you know, why for you is it something that uh, you integrate into the work that you do? I'll start with that, Becky, and then I'll let you finish up. But <laughs> communication is key on a project like this. So early on in this project, uh, we met with representatives with El Paso County, for example, just to let them know what we were going to be doing. And it's not just this project. Any project that we do within El Paso County, we've had a great relationship with Department of Public Works to share with them what project is coming up next so they know whether or not they need to 
hold off on some uh, maintenance work that they're maybe doing on that road. Mm-hmm. And in this case, not only was the, Palm, the, or the Palmer Lake Sanitation District going to be do a project along this road, so it was the town of Monument. So uh, El Paso County had a good feel, okay, I guess we just hold off on everything that we're going to be doing in this road. But then likewise with property owners, you know what, when they know that something is coming and they share with them what's going to happen, that just solves a lot of problems down the road. We were very conscientious about that, and we we tried and did our best to contact every property owner where we would be on their property for any reason, whether it was just doing locates or whether we were actually digging through their backyard. And we tried to keep them in the loop. For the most part, things went very well. Of course, there's always going to be a few problems. And we, we <laughs> ran ac- across a few problems, but it, it was important to us to make those customers happy in the end and to work with them and do the best we could to make things right if they felt that things weren't right. Mm-hmm. So we worked really hard at trying to keep everybody happy and informed. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot to be said for good faith efforts. Um, I, I think you're, I'd say your average person um, can notices that. And, and, you know, sees that, you know, if you're giving effort, uh, generally you'll get a benefit of the doubt of some kind. And that really goes a long way uh, to your point, Dave, about how communication is so key and, you know, being able to be open with them. And again, for El Paso County as an, as an organization, transparency is so important to us. And so being able to do that and to facilitate ways for uh, your your customers, your uh, residents uh, to um uh, to really feel involved in a lot of the decisions that are being made and uh, the direction that projects are going or that uh, development is going, uh, I think is uh, really important. And, uh, you know, if, you know, they may not always agree with it, of course, Correct. and, you know, you mentioned that, <laughs> but um, it, I think they can at least see the intent uh, and, uh, and, you know, you, Becky, or, or you, Dave, your organization's coming at it from a, a positive slant. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I, I really appreciate any time any company reaches out to me saying, hey, we're, we have this meeting. If you want to give input, come and give input, right? You know, it happens all the time with school boards or with uh, water districts. I, I get in my area, I get those sorts of town hall things, uh, you know, electric companies and, you know, all these things. And I just think that goes such a long way to, uh, to, to really give people the opportunity to have their voice heard. And I think that's what a lot of people just want. They, they just want the opportunity and maybe not always expecting, you know, there it to end up going their way, but to at least let people know that their voice was heard. And, you know, so, you know, they got it out there, they said their piece and, you know, whatever happens may happen. Uh, but offering that opportunity to people, I think is so, uh, so valuable. Uh, so we've been able to talk about quite a bit here today, but I was just wondering if there's anything else that you guys would like to talk about before we close the conversation. I, I want to add one thing to the communication piece. Sure. One thing that the Palmer Lake Sanitation District did, and it was required as a part of the funding. However, at the onset of the project, when we went through the study and we presented it to the board of directors, uh, there was a public hearing and it allowed, and it was published in the paper that that public hearing was going to occur. And it allowed anyone within 
the Palmer Lake Sanitation District to come and find out what this project was all about, and the district facilitated that here in their boardroom. Yeah, yeah that's great. And just another example, I think, of, um, you know, this is never, there's never too much, uh, or there's never such a thing as over-communicating. Uh, I, I think... Um, you know, people get information in different ways, especially today. I mean, you got uh, you got uh, television, you got newspaper, you got magazines, you got social media, you got the the internet, and so many ways to get information and just uh, putting it out there as much as possible and offering people the opportunity to receive that information in the way that they uh, want to. And then, like again, kind of like we talked about earlier, being able to uh, speak their mind, uh, I think goes a long way. So um, I certainly appreciate as a resident of El Paso County myself, uh, organizations like, uh, like yours, uh, doing those, uh, taking those steps to make it possible for residents to have their voices heard. So, uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, thank you both for, ta- you. for taking the time thank today. You. Uh, I, I, what I really like about this is these projects, uh, they're very big in scope. Uh, sometimes they're really hard to get your uh, arms around and really understand the kind of work that's being done and the value that it offers. So I appreciate you two taking the time today, uh, just after the new year, 2024, yeah. ring it in, uh, to uh, discuss this this project and how it will benefit uh, the residents here in the Palmer Lake area. So The one you. thing that I appreciate is El Paso County considering us as a small district So many times um, with this money, this funding, it tends to go to the the bigger entities. Mm -hmm. And I was pleasantly surprised when they chose to give this funding to the small small communities and districts. And um, I'm sure our, our citizens, our residents appreciate it too even though they may not realize it, yeah. but it, it was, it was big. The, the project is complete. We're done. Oh, wow. Everything is, is it was completed, actually completed the end. It's been complete for a year. Yeah. Very That's good. Correct. So we got on it, got it done immediately and, and everything's good. But, but we do appreciate El Paso County very much considering us as the small, small guy that tends to, <laughs> fall under the radar. Right. Uh, no, and I think, again, I think um, the fact that you were able to get that project completed so quickly, I think it speaks to the preparation uh, that both the district and uh, GMS had uh, going into the project. Uh, you were prepared for it. And once that money came, you're ready to get to work yeah. and get the job done. So um, again, I think that speaks very highly of both uh, organizations. Uh, so uh, again, thank you. For <laughs> thank you for that. And uh, thank you for taking the time. I appreciate you guys. Uh, let me come here and speak with you today. Thank you. Appreciate yep, your you. time. If you're interested in listening to additional episodes of Beyond the Dais, be sure to look for us on Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.